you know, I, I, I'm here to, to, to be able to go do a job and, and do it for the, for the locker room and for, for these guys sitting right here. But um, there was never any kind of hesitation on, on my part. And, and with that being said, you know, it's, I'm excited about doing it. There you go, current defensive coordinator, Brian Odom, talking about his role and how he's approaching things this week as far as leading this defense, calling plays, organizing the game preparation for the Alamo Bowl. And uh, it sounds to me like the, the defense has responded really well to it. The, everyone gets it. Everyone understands it's an awkward situation, but um, he's here to do a job, do it to the best of his ability, cap off a season with these guys, uh, a lot of guys that he spent a lot of time with in the right way, do it with a win, win 11 football games, and um, it seems like they're, the defense is in a good spot right now. I know they're they're out some of their most productive players, but I still think they got a shot to to lock up Oregon pretty well. Well, I think some guys opting out for OU, four starters, actually puts Brian Odom in an even better situation. Uh, you and I agree that OU's got the better roster right now heading into this game. They have more of a give-a-rip factor, and I, I think they have the better coaching staff for this one. All signs point to OU playing well and winning this game. Well, Brian Odom's going to get a lot of credit, right, or at least some credit, if the defense plays well. Uh, oh, wow. I, he had a really good defensive performance. He came back without four out, opt-out, maybe his four best players on defense, and against an Oregon team that's still pretty good offensively, and he shut them down in a bowl game. Like You get the point. I, I think he's in a pretty good spot here. you know. And I, yeah. I don't know if it yep. leads to a defensive coordinator job for him next year or anything, but a game like this on his resume doesn't, doesn't hurt at all. Right. Nope, I, I think that's true. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And I think he's approaching it in exactly that fashion. So I'm anxious to see how it goes. I really am. I feel like the uh, feel like the defense, the preparation so far has been pretty good. Um, I, I, even though you're losing those guys that we've been discussing – I feel like the guys stepping in behind him are pretty good. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's going to be fall off. There's no doubt about that. Any any defense in the country that loses the type of production we're losing, there's going to be a drop off. But, you know, one of the benefits from, from how our team has played all year is that the guys that are going to be filling that void have played a lot of football so far this year. So I think we'll be okay. Yeah, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be fine, and I I feel very strongly that they're gonna play well on Wednesday night just because the give a rip meter is so high. You, I'm guessing you've been at practice since you're doing the uh, practice reports, the the TV stuff. The practices look good. Dudes flying around everywhere, and energy's high, and and all that. Has that been the case, or or no? Uh, yeah, from what I've seen, the energy of the football team looks really good. Now, I haven't watched uh, every minute of all of their practices, but from what I've seen, it looks like a uh, enthusiastic group, 
energetic group that's ready to play some football. So good. That's about all you can ask for. Ask for for a team, and it looks like for the most part, it's all hands on deck. I mean, there may be a couple of guys that that are missing that just aren't catching my eye, but from what I've seen, it it feels like the guys that we know have that we're going to play are here, accounted for, and preparing for the football game. Do you feel like Brian Odom is the ideal guy from the previous defensive staff to come back and coach this bowl game? Like we heard rumors all year long that. You know, this team didn't like Alex Grinch and some of those things that he was saying, the players only meeting, like whether those were true or not. You know, there were some rumors out there about maybe how the players felt about Alex Grinch. Is is Brian Odom, yeah. like with all those guys, is he the perfect guy to come back come back and do this? I think so. I think he's I think he's got a pretty good relationship with most most of the, the guys on the team on the defense. I think they've adjusted some things. Nothing, nothing major. Um, I think they've changed some of the way that they're um, watching film and meeting a little bit and going through some stuff. So, I, I, uh, from from everything that I've seen, it all looks really positive. Now, you never know for sure, and I'm sure there's guys on the roster that you know maybe he didn't get along with just fantastically, but. That was probably the case before any of this ever got rolling. So that stuff's going to happen naturally on a on a, a football team with a bunch of coaches and a bunch of players. Not everyone's going to just absolutely love one another. So that's built into it a little bit. But I, as far as I know, I think everyone on the team really respects him and has enjoyed being a part of uh, the game plan and him calling the, the defense. <laughs> Text line says, we should roll them easily. OU prior to the January 2nd matchup with a depleted Arkansas football team. Sooners beware. Yeah. It's hard not to feel really confident going into this one, though. Now, say that. What was that game? The were Lou Holtz Arkansas team. This was from back in the day. Lou Holtz Arkansas team uh, ran OU in the Orange Bowl is, is what, what they're referencing. Gotcha. Hey. There's no doubt that stuff like that can happen. It really can. Um, you just never know what's going to happen on on that day. But uh, I, I'm not just going off of Oregon having a b- depleted roster. I'm going off the fact that what I've seen and witnessed looks like a, a team that's that's got some energy about them and is looking forward to playing this game. You know, it's interesting. You, one of the factors we always talk about in bowl games is the give a rip meter right what team cares more it's the it's the it's what matters more than anything in bowl games because most of the time the the two teams are pretty equal talent wise so that that it ends up being the biggest factor so here's my takeaway from that i don't know the last time oklahoma played in a bowl game that didn't mean anything was the 2014 Russell Athletic Bowl, right? Yep. There's not one, there's not one guy on this football team that has ever played in a bowl game that doesn't mean anything. They've all been playoff games or New Year's Six games. And some people out there may say, well, a New Year's Six game that's not a, a playoff game doesn't mean anything. 
And I don't agree with that, but logically, yeah, that's probably true. But I consider a New Year's Six to be a really good bowl game, and to say that you won a Sugar or a Rose or whatever that game may be, I think is is something that's that means something to you. So Oklahoma doesn't know what it's like to go into, like these players don't know what it's like to go into a bowl game that's meaningless. I, so I think the approach for Oklahoma is going to be the same as it always is for a bowl game. This is just how we prepare for a bowl game. It's not a good bowl game or a bad go, bowl game or an okay bowl game. It's just this is the preparation for the bowl game. Does that make sense? It makes like, sense. So I don't I, but, think you think... a team that just doesn't, that it's going to roll into a game like this and just not care. Yeah, no, like I, some I, others I may. You. Now, if Muleshoe was still the head coach, I do think, like, I would highly question the give a rip meter for OU and, and fully understanding what you're getting at, but there was already four opt outs. I, I don't know if there would be any others, but just the attitude of opt outs of this magnitude in a game like this. I think would trickle down to the rest of the team. I, I think what's saving the give a rip meter, not only saving it, but raising it up to maybe as high as it could be, I think the entire Bob Stoops factor is really why I believe that OU is going to play well in this game. I, I think he's going to coach hard. Um, we, we know what kind of coach he is in between the lines and all that. But I, I think that they respect this guy so much, it's like, okay, the least we can do is go out and play hard for this guy. If Muleshoe was still the head coach, I don't – think I would have that opinion though. Can we can we just all agree that whether it's the national championship, a New Year's six like the Sugar last year with Florida, the Russell Athletic, the Jimmy Kimmel, the Husqvarna Bowl, it doesn't matter what the bowl game is. Whenever somebody a fan, a player a coach, a media member, says that the team didn't care. It's a coward's way of taking the pressure off themselves in a football game, in a sure competitive is. situation. It's like playing someone at cornhole or one-on-one -on -one in the driveway and saying that it, uh, this one doesn't, doesn't matter before you play it. You're, take, you're, you're taking the pressure off yourself to where – you have an easy excuse if you lose and you don't don't go out there and play your best. It's just to fall back on, well, we didn't care about it. Well, that means you're, in my opinion, a coward. Well, and that's what Dan Mullen was last year. It was a just, I mean, it was a disgrace. Exactly. It was a disgrace to the game of football what he did. And, I, and I'm not just saying that, just to say that, like, the way that he approached that was a complete disgrace and a slap in the face to everyone that paid money to go to the game, everyone that played in the game, and everyone that spent time watching the game last year. That's what it was. Yeah, and, and unless I'm missing something as a head coach, that's the best bowl game he's ever been to. Uh, right? Yeah, I, I think he went to an Orange Bowl at Mississippi State, but okay. it's at least on par with the best one that he's ever been to. Fair point. Uh, text line. Right. Tim and Broken Arrow says, Oregon should spend some of that money they're using for all those fancy uniforms to pay for a decent head coach. That is, I, I don't know what the issue is there. Because in the past decade, yeah, in the past decade, they've had three guys leave on their own accord, right? And I don't think that there's any other major program out there that's had three guys leave for other jobs, you know? So I don't, 
I don't yep. know if it's just not a desirable place to live. I don't know if they don't pay their head coach a lot of money. I, we hear all the time about how they have facilities. It's just odd for the amount of success they've had the past 15 years that three different guys, and at least two of them for sure, have left for worse situations in Florida State and Miami. Yeah, I think it's probably a I think it's probably a culture thing. I think football is not very important to Oregon. Right, they may try and act like it is. They may try and pump money into the program to pretend like it is. But when it's all said and done, Oregon is not a a destination for college football, right? It's yeah. just not. No, and it never, never, it never will be either. It, I, I've never been to a game there, and the game days there may be great. But the like, football is a way of life in a big portion of the country, and I don't think it's a way of life in that portion of the country. Yeah. And whenever that's the case, it's hard to get anyone to – to care as much, take it as serious, and to do all of the things required in order to win a championship. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it, that would—that's my guess. At NIL it. is a huge drive. Like LSU right now, there's business owners in Baton Rouge like rallying together to be like, okay, LSU is behind in the NIL game right now. We've all got to band together and get LSU on par with the other SEC schools. Nobody asked them to do that. They just kind of, you know, took it upon themselves to make sure that's the case. And what you're saying is true. Like, that would never happen in Eugene, Oregon. Unless there's right. Bill Knight money coming in, um, Oregon's probably never going to be able to compete with the other peer programs out there. But even if even if Phil Knight money comes in and they started paying for all of the best recruits in the country, you're still going to a place where the campus – the community, everything surrounding it is not like totally immersed in college football in that world. So it's just, it's going to be hard. Like you may be able to piece together the right team in the right year to go out and chase down a championship, but to build a culture where everyone in the community and everyone um, within the university and surrounding the university will do everything in their power to help the football team win. Like You're just never going to yeah. get that type of buy-in from the community. Yeah, and that's why the their hiring of Dan Lanning is so weird. Um, because, dude, if he has, again, any success in the next two to three years, he's going to leave for the next thing smoking. He's going to leave for a job that is is in a in an area of the country where football matters. So I think Oregon yep. people are going to continue to perceive it as a top ten, top fifteen job. But I I do think out of those top ten, top fifteen, wherever it fits in, you're probably going to find the most turnover out of any job out in Eugene. You're, I think you're going to continue to see a lot of guys take that job and use it as kind of a, a, a way to get to an even better job in another area of the country, most likely. Oregon made a hire that is a reflection of their program. Like Their program is 
it's not steeped in success or tradition. It's it's the shiny new toy, right? And that's what Lanning is. Lanning is a 35-year-old shiny new toy who's the defensive coordinator from uh, George, who has the best defense in the in the country this year. How much you can even credit that defense to him is arguable. He's got really no extended track record to look at and say that this is a smart hire. The staff that he's put together has no track record to say that this is a, a great staff. It's it's the shiny new toy. There's no real substance there. And you compare that to with what Oklahoma, for instance, has done, who was going through a coaching search at the same time. They brought in a defensive coordinator who wasn't the coordinator by name only, essentially, for two years at a, a place that has the best defense in the country this year. He's been a defensive coordinator over you know, some of the best defenses in college football over the past two-plus decades with multiple national championships to his name at different schools, a track record of coaching individually, excellent players that have gone on to the next level and national award winners. Like, you take the... You take you make the hire that makes sense. It may not be the flashiest hire at the time, but it's the hire that makes the most amount of sense, the hire that's prepared for the situation and sets you up for success for a long time, not just one or two years or what until the next thing comes around. It's 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 exactly mirrors how that program is treated and and, and what they are, essentially. Oregon hired a head coach that five years ago was a GA. OU hired a coach that five years ago uh, was winning a national championship at Clemson. There's there's the difference. Hey, real quick, a couple texts before we uh, hit a break here. I'll get to the rest of them on the other side. Ted nailed it. The Husqvarna Chainsaw Bowl, manliest bowl game of the entire year. (laughs) I love it. And then uh, the professor, he is uh, heading out to Santa Fe right now. He got us on 1320 a.m. all the way to the other side of Shamrock. So we're encroaching into Texas now. How about that? Not even using the app. Right. The reason we decided to move west is we wanted to make sure that whenever you go out to Lincoln Riley Highway out there in the far western portion, the three inch portion of Oklahoma before you get into to Texas, that you would be able to hear us loud and clear. Well, I want him to know. You think he knows, yep. right? He knows about all the, the hate that's going on? He knows. Right? He, well, yeah. He knows enough to block his Twitter feed. So <laughs> that's true, and it, and for his in laws to to think when Travis Davidson was coming up to get a smoker that a Sooner militia was going to rush the house and take it over. So yeah, yeah, they got a good idea what's going on. A football insurrection. Won't get, that? Won't get that at L.A. or uh, Eugene, Oregon. So there's there's the positive side of your move there, Muleshoe. Yeah. Um, I would say 90% of residents in L.A. still think that Helton is the head coach oh, at no, USC. No, 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 no. They, they, didn't know. they think Pete Carroll's still coaching out at USC. <laughs> Helton. Come on. They even know that guy's yeah, name. Yeah, we I think we won a championship this year. Pretty good season for USC. 
That's funny. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Stay with us. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. This is big. This is so big. Brad, what's so big? Seth, this is going to be the biggest event we've ever had all year during the Big Finish Sales event here at Seth Wadley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Paul's Valley. How big is it? I mean, this better be pretty big. Well, we have the biggest discounts all year on all the inventory on new Ram trucks and new Jeeps, and the amount of savings is so big. That means a big selection and a big saving. Of course that's what it means. Tell them where they should go for big selection and big savings then. We are the store with more discounts, more selection, and more for your trade-in. Plus, we'll buy your car even if you don't buy one from us. Get to the store with more. And don't forget about my promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more. Head to Seth Wadley Auto Group on the east side of I-35, exit 72, or click SethWadleyDodge.com. See you later, darling. I'm heading out to Central New Holland. Not today, George. Remember, we have plans. Yeah, I'm going out there to Central New Holland, West I-40, Council Exit, South Service Road. And I'm going to pick up some parts and drop the baler off for a tune-up. Why don't you do it online at centralnewholland.net? Well, because picking up parts is a lot more fun in person. And as for service, well, you can't email a baler, darling. Did you know that Central New Holland has serviced everything we've ever bought there? New Holland tractors, balers, skid steers, with genuine New Holland service and genuine New Holland parts. Soon as we finish renewing our vows. Our vows? I thought we just did that. We did, George, but remember you failed the emissions test? Well, darling, I'm sure that happens a lot. Not right in the middle of the ceremony. For crying out loud, they had to evacuate the building. Oh, yeah, I remember. When the job is on the line, Central is a friend of mine. This is Teddy Lehman, OU football color analyst and on-air personality for The Rush. Walden Cleaners is taking the health and safety of our employees and customers very serious. Those things include employees regularly washing hands, hands-free payment options, and free home pickup and delivery options. The Walden family has been providing dry cleaning services to the city of Norman since 1933. Stop by one of our three locations and ask about the Walden's Reward Program. And remember, your clothes never leave Norman. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. During the holidays, we at Armstrong Bank want to pause and reflect on what's important to us, our customers, our communities, and our bankers. I'm Josh Edge, Market President of Armstrong Bank in Norman. As a true community bank, our customers are like family to us. We stand ready to serve you this holiday season and beyond. However you choose to bank with us, in person, online, or over the phone. From our Armstrong Bank family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Armstrong Doc Bank, member FDIC. 
Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Rush on the ref, Tyler and Teddy. Keep the text coming on the Air Cover Solutions text line 651-3439. Go ahead and make it a part of your game day plan now on Wednesday. From 2 to 6, I'll be doing our pregame show live from Scratch Kitchen and Cocktails right here in Norman. 132 West Main Street. 2 to 6, getting you set for OU in Oregon coming up on 815 on Wednesday. Uh, I'll be there all afternoon long talking Sooners and Ducks. So if you're staying in the Norman area for the football game, be sure to uh, swing by and check us out there. This is funny, and it really makes me laugh. Because if anyone compares, like if anyone's trying to talk nicely about a quarterback and say good things about him and using an NFL comparison, we've joked in the past that everyone gets compared to Patrick Mahomes now, right? Doesn't matter oh, what yeah, your skill set is. Yeah, sure. yeah, they'll find one thing. Oh, it's like Patrick Mahomes. Well, not Oregon defensive coordinator Tim DeRuder. I guess he said about 20 minutes ago, he was asked about Caleb Williams. He said, quote, he's really, really talented. In certain way, he reminds me of, wait for it, Ryan Tannehill, as athletic as he is, end quote. <laughs> Not Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or anyone else. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback that uh, Oregon's D.C. is comparing to Caleb Williams. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, my God, dude. That is the quote of a lifetime right there. That is amazing. <laughs> bulletin board material. You wait for some bulletin board material? There you go. Comparing OU's quarterback to Ryan Tannehill, who was a uh, wide receiver at A&M before his last season. That is amazing. How about that? Tanny Hill. <laughs> wow. I mean that has to be that has to be a dig in some former fashion, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, but I don't understand like why the dig would need to be there. Um isn't he going to tech? Is he is he going to I think he's going to tech with this new staff, but still that's that's a little odd. A little weird. Tannehill. Hmm. It's really kind of mean when you think about it. Like, and, and people say, well, he means athleticism. Well, okay, is Ryan Tannehill athletic? Yes, but there are far more athletic quarterbacks in the NFL than Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I'm sure he's athletic. I, I'm sure he is, but I, when, when you go to anyone that watches football, uh, any defensive coordinator in college football, and say, quick, name the top ten uh, most athletic quarterbacks in the NFL. None of them. Zero would say <laughs> Tannehill. That's true. That is accurate. Zero. At least they better not, all right? That, that, that name better not come to your mind if you're listing the top ten uh, most athletic guys. Come on. 
That is hilarious. <laughs> Tanny Hill. Wow. Big fan. That is definitely going to make its way to Kayla Williams. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the text line, 651-3439. Peyton says, okay, so after looking at Oregon's coaches, is Muleshoe just Mark Helfrich took over a program set up to cruise and went 11-2 and his first year, 13-2 and his second year, losing in the playoff, and then went 9-4 and and 4-8. and Not that OU would have ever gotten that bad, but he was gifted three NFL starting quarterbacks to start his tenure at OU, and things were starting to go downhill. I'm Now, I'm confused with all of that. Say all of that ba- again. Basically saying that, much like Muleshoe, Mark Helfrich, when Chip Kelly left, was handed the keys to the car. Like, Oregon was right. coming as, as, you know. Right, right, right. And, and gradually, every year, it was starting to go downhill until they went 4-8. and eight. Right. Yeah. I, I I think that there's there's a lot to that. Um, yeah. O- Oklahoma hadn't had that type of fall off, but it, it's it, there's no doubt that. We hadn't we hadn't gotten better. I don't believe under Lincoln Riley's tenure, it's been is a pretty pretty much a plateau all along, right? Yeah. Please, please, please tell me he prepared his D for Tana over the hill. If he did, R O will do very well against his defense. That is so funny. I'm looking at I'm looking at his stats now. He does have Tanny Hill does have seven rushing touchdowns this year and had seven last year. But I mean he's the most yards rushing he's ever had was three hundred eleven all the way back in twenty fourteen. Wow. Like he's a he's a two hundred and he's averaged averages about two hundred yards rushing a year. Which is <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I, look, he was athletic enough to play wide receiver at Texas A&M, and he was a decent wide receiver at A&M when he was playing. But, I mean, if, if, we, if you want to compare someone like and, and say something nice about them athletically, say Lamar Jackson, okay? That's, that's the easy one to go with. That, that's a good start. Or Kyler Murray. Say Kyler Murray. And I'm not saying that Caleb Williams is Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson, but when we do player comps, we tend to be a little bit aggressive on them. If he really wanted to be nice, he would have said Kyler or Lamar Jackson, not Ryan Tannehill. Just saying. Or just don't say anything. I, if you can't think of a comparison, you don't have to throw one out there. That's okay, too. Yeah. Because, frankly, I don't know who like my comparison with – Caleb Williams is. I don't know yet. What parts of the state is your show not heard, and are there any more plans for signal expansions? Folks that can't hear you guys are missing out. Well, here's the good news. Uh, Anyone, anywhere can listen to us via the Sports Talk 1400 app. Just search Sports Talk 1400 in the App Store. You can listen to us there. In terms of signal expansion, um, Teddy's going to break that news coming up later on in the show. On uh, when that's going to happen. Well, well, you'll have to tell me over the break, and then I will. Uh, <laughs> I'll break the news later. Hey, all, all uh, I'm saying is we've expanded 
uh, pretty aggressively in the state of Oklahoma in the past, oh my gosh, five, six months. I wouldn't mm-hmm. think that it's crazy that um, something else could happen in the next in the next year or so. I mean, every nook and cranny of Oklahoma is going to be covered by our network. At least that is my hope. And I believe our hope. Heck, we need to. Get, we got a bunch of Sooner fans down in North Texas. We need to get down in that market too. Come uh, on, let's go. We need to get a. Uh, we need to get a big old tower right next to DW Adult Video there, right by the border, and uh, let it boom all the way into Dallas. What do you think? <laughs> uh, reminds me of a funny story. Really? Okay. Whenever we were driving down, and we were saying that we're uh, we're almost to Texas. Um, Edward said, how do you know whenever you're in Texas? And I said, whenever you see DWs, uh, that's whenever you know for sure that you've reached Texas. How did he respond to dad making an an awful joke? I don't think he heard me, which is the great thing. Nice. Nice job. We just continued on with the drive. It is true. It's like, uh, I miss the Red River, but I see that that car that's always out front with the flat tire at DW. That's how I know I'm Mm -hmm. in Texas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that car is always BFC. That's, that's who just, happens to be there. Seriously, that's so true. <laughs> Don't know what he's doing out in the car or in there, but uh, oddly enough, and he's not an employee, but he seem, he's seemingly always there. It's, it's kind of weird. Oh, that's great. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Keep hitting us on the text line. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. This is big. This is so big. Brad, what's so big? Seth, this is going to be the biggest event we've ever had all year during the Big Finish Sales event here at Seth Wadley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Paul's Valley. How big is it? I mean, this better be pretty big. Well, we have the biggest discounts all year on all the inventory on new Ram trucks and new Jeeps, and the amount of savings is so big. That means a big selection and a big savings. Of course that's what it means. Tell them where they should go for big selection and big savings then. We are the store with more discounts, more selection, and more for your trade-in. Plus, we'll buy your car even if you don't buy one from us. Get to the store with more. And don't forget about my promise of oil changes and engines for life on new or used gas or diesel at no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more. Head to Seth Wadley Auto Group on the east side of I-35, exit 72, or click SethWadleyDodge.com. See you later, darling. I'm heading out to Central New Holland. Not today, George. Remember, we have plans. Yeah, I'm going out there to Central New Holland, West I-40, Council Exit, South Service Road. And I'm going to pick up some parts and drop the baler off for a tune-up. Why don't you do it online at centralnewholland.net? Well, because picking up parts is a lot more fun in person. And as for service, well, you can't email a baler, darling. Did you know that Central New Holland has serviced everything we've ever bought there? New Holland tractors, balers, skid steers, with genuine New Holland service and genuine New Holland parts. Soon as we finish renewing our vows. Our vows? I thought we just did that. We did, George, but remember you failed the emissions test? Well, darling, I'm sure that happens a lot. Not right in the middle of the ceremony. For crying out loud, they had to evacuate the building. Oh, yeah, I remember. When the job is on the line. Central is a friend of mine. 
This is Teddy Lehman, OU football color analyst and on-air personality for The Rush. Walden Cleaners is taking the health and safety of our employees and customers very serious. Those things include employees regularly washing hands, hands-free payment options, and free home pickup and delivery options. The Walden family has been providing dry cleaning services to the city of Norman since 1933. Stop by one of our three locations and ask about the Walden's Reward Program. And remember, your clothes never leave Norman. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, more Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. During the holidays, we at Armstrong Bank want to pause and reflect on what's important to us, our customers, our communities, and our bankers. I'm Josh Edge, Market President of Armstrong Bank in Norman. As a true community bank, our customers are like family to us. We stand ready to serve you this holiday season and beyond. However you choose to bank with us, in person, online, or over the phone. From our Armstrong Bank family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Armstrong Doc Bank, member FDIC. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Being able to go against uh, Caleb Williams, I just, you know, go back to, to spring ball. And one of our linebackers named Shane Witter. Shane's one of the fastest guys on the whole team, okay? Shane was playing a position where he would be responsible for the quarterback on a quarter on the zone read. Caleb outran him to the sideline, and I was really confused about, I thought Shane wouldn't give him great effort because of uh, Caleb beat him to the sideline. Come to find out, Caleb Williams runs about 21 miles an hour, so he's obviously a threat uh, when he carries the ball. He's got a tremendous release. Uh, the thing I do like about Caleb, though, is his energy and uh, his leadership ability from the quarterback position and just being able to, to be a likable guy. And, and a lot of times you can kind of measure that when your own, when my own son goes up there and he goes to practice. And he goes and, sh and you know, handshake or dap up my, my, my 12-year-old son. So, and he doesn't necessarily know that that's my son, but he's just, that's kind of who he is. So, um, I think he's a special one. There's OU interim defensive coordinator Brian Odom saying nice things about Caleb Williams and not using the Ryan Tannehill comparison. So, people are coming after us on the text line, by the way, saying that, He's a uh, lot better than we're, than we're, uh, we think. I don't think that he's a bad quarterback. He, what, he made it to the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago, which just, uh, it was an odd comparison is all. Ryan Tannehill's a fine quarterback, but I wouldn't necessarily compare Caleb Williams to him. Hang on a second. Some people are coming after us? Yes. Uh, Tannehill is old, but he definitely has speed. You guys are way higher on Williams to think he's better than Tannehill. Tannehill whoa, 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 whoa. is a dang good QB, boys. Tannehill's fine. I've got no problem with that. 
I'm just saying it's like it's the it's the most unlikely comparison I think you could ever make for Caleb Williams. Like you you could pull a hundred thousand OU fans and ask them who Caleb Williams reminds them of, and not one single response would be Tannehill. Like they're they're, the way they play is totally different. Tannehill, is, he's an athletic guy, and, I, and I'm I'm fine with that. I got no problem with that. But he's he's kind of like a he's a game manager type, right? He the way they play at Tennessee is like he's not going to lead the NFL in any stat categories. Like if, if I look up. He's second, rush, he's second right in now. rushing touchdowns right now. He's got seven of those, and Jalen Hurts has ten. So that's the closest thing that you know that, that he's a leader of. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think it's just, I think it's just weird. I I, I think Tannehill is uh, does a fine job, but man, he's got he's got fifteen touchdowns this year. Passing. How many interceptions do you think he has? Uh, he probably has seven interceptions this year. I don't know. Fifteen touchdowns, fourteen interceptions. Oh, dang, Mister Game Manager, calm down a little bit. Quit throwing it to the other team. Jeez, that's not a good way to manage a football game. But yeah, I I don't know. He's he's a he's a middle of the road quarterback in the NFL, which is a weird place to to make a comparison to someone yeah like usually you find their best traits and compare them to someone else that has like is really good using those same traits yeah and i'm pretty sure that deruder was the uh, dc at a&m when Tannehill was there but you know still i mean the yeah. the, the, the point is i mean come on polling 100,000 ou fans to compare who caleb williams reminds them of is going to get 90 percent answers of kyler and baker mayfield Probably so. Tannehill ran a four five eight in his pro day. Okay. Uh, Kendall says, "Do you think the mentality of the team is Coach Stoops deserves our best, or I? It's another opportunity to play one last football game this season, regardless who the coach is. I don't get the feeling that Coach Stoops wants the guys to play hard for him, but to give it your all because it's another opportunity to represent Oklahoma football." Yeah, well, Coach Stoops would never, never say or expect that from from the players. But it is a, it's just a cool situation whenever a Hall of Fame coach comes in and takes over the football program for one one week or one game. Uh, I liken it to Coach Switzer, like. If I was playing and Coach Switzer came and took over the program for a week to coach the bowl game, you'd be doing everything in your power to like try and impress Coach Switzer, right? Oh hell, like, hey, you guys I, say it's the damn Cotton Bowl. We're playing the damn Hogs here. Let's go out and win it. That's yes. <laughs> you guys would have been jacked and <laughs> play the Cotton Bowl for uh, him. It, it's just there's something unique about it, and I think anytime you have a situation like that, it factors in. Is it the major factor? No. Is it even a a factor that play will end up playing a, a part in the outcome of the game? Doubtful, but it is a cool little thing that's going on. That's an extra benefit that Oregon doesn't have. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm in L.A. and stream you guys every day. Appreciate that. We listen on streaming in Dallas, so everyone (laughs) talking about signal expansion and and what's going to happen in the future and then mentioning the app. Uh, Appreciate everyone from L.A. to Dallas all the way to Florida for uh, reaching out and saying that they uh, listen to us every single day. And I promise you, okay, I promise you, with this show right here, you're not going to get a bunch of meaningless NBA talk that bores everyone to death. We're going to do our best to talk about what you actually care about, which is Ryan Tannehill comparisons, okay? We'll do our best. (laughs) I don't know who the comparison is with Caleb Williams, though. I really don't. He's He's had some flashes of good play this year, some runs of solid play, some flashes of poor play, and some runs of subpar. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of been all over the map. So it's hard to get, like, you always wanted to project everyone at their absolute best, but, you know, you may not get consistently someone's absolute best. I don't know. So I, I don't, I don't, I still don't know where, where I am with him. I saw a lot of Joe Montana this year, if you ask me. Tom Brady saw it in uh, saw it in Dallas and Lawrence. I, I I don't know. It's only thing was missing is he should have been wearing number sixteen out there. That's what it looked mm. like to me. Yeah, maybe he'll change his number to sixteen next year. Then the comparison will really be there. I'm trying to think. What does Tannehill wear? Is he fourteen? Tannehill wears. 17. Yes, he yes he's yeah. That's what he wore at AM too. Seventeen. I'm looking at a picture of Tanny Hill. He's six foot four, two hundred and seventeen pounds. If he had a normal length neck, he would be six one. <laughs> he has a Mike Glennon neck. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is that what he looks like? He has a he has a six one body with a three inch extension on his neck, which ultimately is really all you need at quarterback. You just need the neck extension to be able to see over the offensive line, yeah, right? Yeah, that's how Mike Glennon's in the league for as long as he has. Um, we've gotten into the territory. I didn't think that we'd get here today, but once we started the conversation, I knew that this is where about it was about to turn. Text lines all over the place uh, with comparisons for uh, Caleb Williams. Uh, Deshaun Watson, that's, that's what his style looks like. Uh, Dak Prescott At is... At his best, I agree. Dak Prescott is on there. Uh, Teddy's description of Williams sounds a lot like Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Steve Young over uh, Joe Montana. I saw a lot of Joe Montana this year as well. So, yeah, we we got a lot of comps across the board now. Got to love it. Uh, Oh, here we go. How about this one? Comparing Williams to Carson Wentz would have been much better. Go look at the Colts quarterback numbers. 23 touchdowns and only five interceptions. Well... Here's the thing, man. I I don't know. I'll have to look up Caleb Williams' total numbers on the season right now. But like his last three games, he's been a uh, a sub fifty percent completion guy, and I think he has the same amount of interceptions as he does touchdowns. Maybe one more touchdown than interception, like five and four or something like that. But like, that's what I'm saying. There's been there's been different moments of, of play for him where there's been flashes of brilliance, but long bouts of like serious inconsistent play, inaccurate passing, and questionable decision making. So, like, 
where does where is he going to fall whenever he gets a, a full off season to be the guy preparation in a new offense like where on that spectrum is he going to end up fall, falling as like his typical type of play week in week out I'm just I'm not sure yet I think it's going to be really high, but we got to see it. John at Brown O'Haver says Tannehill was a way better college receiver than Caleb Williams will ever be, but not Paul Thompson, okay? <laughs> I agree, but not Paul Thompson. Not PT. Good stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll come back and wrap up hour number two. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hey, Seth, you keep giving the gifts that keep giving all year long, especially during the Great Savings Event. Andy, we give the most at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Pauls Valley all the time. I hear you're giving major savings during the Great Savings Event. At Seth Wadley, sure we're having a sale. But every month, year in and year out, we give our customers the best prices and the best customer service because we want your business for life. Whether it's new or used trucks, you always have the best selection, especially now at Seth Wadley Buick GMC in Pauls Valley. Come see millions of truck inventory for you to save on. There's a reason why Seth Wadley Buick GMC Chevy is the store with more. We give more discounts, more selection, and more for your trade. In fact, we'll buy your car or truck even if you don't buy from us. Tell them why you're the truck king out here in the country, Seth. That's our promise of oil changes and engines for life on newer used gas or diesel and no additional cost to you. So get to the store with more. Seth Wadley Buick GMC on the east side of I-35 at exit 72 in Falls Valley. Or click SethWadleyGMC.com. GMC, we are professional great. See you later, darling. I'm heading out to Central New Hollis. Not today, George. Remember, we have plans. Yeah, I'm going out there to Central New Holland, West I-40, Council Exit, South Service Road. And I'm going to pick up some parts and drop the baler off for a tune-up. Why don't you do it online at centralnewholland.net? Well, because picking up parts is a lot more fun in person. And as for service, well, you can't email a baler, darling. Did you know that Central New Holland has serviced everything we've ever bought there? New Holland tractors, balers, skid steers, with genuine New Holland service and genuine New Holland parts. Soon as we finish renewing our vows. Our vows? I thought we just did that. We did, George, but remember you failed the emissions test? Well, darling, I'm sure that happens a lot. Not right in the middle of the ceremony. For crying out loud, they had to evacuate the building. Oh, yeah, I remember. When the job is on the line, Central is a friend of mine. Now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club in Norman with special membership rates for new members. Take advantage of the great weather and all the social activities the Trails Golf Club has to offer. The Trails is an 18-hole championship golf course. Plus, add in the fact that they have many great activities for the entire family. The Trails is the perfect place for you and your family to enjoy all year long. Call Brittany Wheeler today at 364-3790. Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. 
The T-Row in the Morning Show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I feel like there is a story to be told there about how the other eight reindeer cope with the sudden fame of Rudolph. All of a sudden, he's the star, and these other eight reindeer who had been getting the job done for years and years and years are just a line in the song, and that's it. Nobody cares about him anymore. It's all about Rudolph. That's true. I want to know, like, after this, what has happened to Donner and Blitzen and Vixen and all those guys. It's not a bad idea, actually. No, it's a brilliant idea. Thank you. (laughs) T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans, the ref. Sports Radio Network. More Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about More Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. You might know that State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has great service. Cindy is your good neighbor after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Norman. So call State Farm agent Cindy Nasher at 405-307-0500 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you our number two of the rush. Hey, by the way, haven't brought it up yet, but the transfer portal giveth today. McCade Metower transfers in from Cal, huh? How about that? He started multiple games for the Cal Bears, three-year starter, all-Pac-12 player. Uh, 28 games he started out in Berkeley. Are you super optimistic about the offensive line going into next year? Now that a three-year starter from Cal is uh, hopping aboard, how you feeling? Um, am I super optimistic? No. Oh, come on. But I would say that some good added consistent depth is going to be something that they need right now. Um, I think that that's something that they've got to got to go for now. Ultimately, we're going to want to build this thing from the recruiting base, from underclassmen, right, and and transition those guys into into good players that understand the system. But for the time being, because of of what's gone on, yeah, we're going to have to get some some help through the transfer portal and the offensive line. Would be my guess. So yeah, well, yeah it's, I like it's it. necessary. It's I mean I wouldn't say it's not ideal. You get an all conference player at a position, but. This is uh, not how they're going to build a program, but at least in the immediate future, this is how they're going to at least build, you know, some of the roster spots for next year. I'm, I'm fine with it. McCade, how do you like that name? You like it? Uh, it's my second favorite offensive lineman name behind Creed. I think. There you go. All right, quick timeout. Hour number three of the rush is next. Ever wonder why someone would wake up at the crack of dawn just for a chance at the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. 